Hello, everyone, and welcome to Fatty's Pub and Grill. This is the Rocky Lombardi Show, and I'm your host, Brandon Suarez. Throughout the course of this football season, I will be joined by Rocky and various Fatty's NIL-sponsored athletes. The show will take place every Tuesday leading up to midweek match in the middle of the season. The show will go on from 6.30 to 7.30 live here at Fatty's. If you're not able to make the show in person, a recorded version will be available every Wednesday on the Huskies on Tap channel, wherever you get your podcasts. It's been about nine months since we've been here. A lot, a lot has happened in the off season. How've you been, my guy? It's been good, man. It's been a while. It's been a while. You had a longer off season than normal. You come back, you get a boneyard victory against Boston College. You play your first home game back at Husky Stadium. How do you feel? And uh, you got another big one here on the horizon against Nebraska. Yeah, no, I feel great. Uh, it's been a blessing to be able to come back and play in front of the home crowd and get a good boneyard win. Boneyard win week one, and definitely excited to go back to Nebraska. Uh, played there once before, so it's a great atmosphere. It'll be a lot. And then for you, you, you come back first week back. It, it reminded me a lot of that Georgia Tech game before you guys even laced the cleats up and got out on the field, and then it played out exactly like that. Went to overtime. You get the game winning touchdown. You go over the top, rock you over the top. What was that moment like for you in your first game back? And, just getting a boneyard win on the road against Power uh, Five. Yeah, it, it was it was good. It was a good to experience. Um, I, I was excited to get the win, and, and especially because we didn't. I didn't think we played our best ball, especially offensively. Um, so we're still we're still trying to click on the offensive side, but to be able to get that win against Power Five opponent on the road is pretty special. And then for you guys, you travel to Nebraska this upcoming week. You've played there before. I remember you said in the press conference, I think it was last last after last game, you said you played your second ever college football game in that stadium. So what does that stadium mean to you and what does it mean to you as a former Big Ten guy to go back to Big Ten country? Uh, yeah, it means a lot. It's a great atmosphere. I think it's one of the best in college football and probably the most underrated. The fans were great. It's loud. The fans are smart. They know when to cheer, when not to cheer. Like, they really are. They're really great fans. One of the best in college football. So, it's fun. Uh, I also got some close friends that played there and went there. So, pretty close to So, it'll be a special one. Yeah, Kane was coaching me up this morning at the presser. I was interviewing him for the show. He was telling me all about it. He's like, obviously, man, like, because you know they have no pro sports team. So, it's like Nebraska football, Nebraska football with the side of Nebraska football. So, very passionate fan base. I wish I could join you guys on the trip, but I know you guys will go out there and take care of business. Um, as a captain and as a leader on the team, how do you pick your guys your guys up off the mat after such a tough loss at home in the home opener? Yeah, I think it just comes back to getting, getting down to basics. You know, just uh, going back to the basics, and learning the fundamentals, making sure that we know our assignments. Uh, you know, where to line up. How to execute plays the right way. I think that's really what it comes down to. And you can't focus on wins and losses. You just got to focus on a small details. And then looking at what you have so far this season. So you guys are one and one. You guys have a lot of new weapons in the offense. You have a couple new tight ends, a couple new receivers. The size in the room is really the difference. Like we haven't had six four, six five, six seven guy. Chris Carter is out there six seven. What's that like? And then, too, you, I haven't even talked about the backs. You have, like, the full stable of backs. So what's it like to have all the weapons that you have this season? Yeah, that's exciting. Uh, it's definitely the best group of skill guys we've had since I've been here, in terms of depth, at least, for sure. So we got a lot of weapons that we can distribute the ball to, uh, a lot of guys that can make plays in space. So it'll be exciting to see them kind of take off. The soft guys could take off here last week and – yeah, I think one guys keep showing out every game like that. That 62-yard bomb. Didn't even congratulate you on that one. I'm a bad dude. I'm sorry. That was a beautiful pass. And, like, it was just in the air for a very long time. Like, I don't know. It just – it was like uh, when you see a bomb in, in, in a movie, like Little Giants or something, that ball is just in the air. It's rotating. It looked perfect. And that's all I needed to believe again. I'm, like, pumping my fist under the table in the, pre in the, uh, the press box, like, getting ready for you guys to make a comeback on that one. But – now that you guys have had the time to take a look at the film, what are things that you know that you have to correct going into this? Because this is a big game, and a game that I think both teams have similar identities at least this year, run the football, control the clock and the tempo, and then play good defense. Yeah, I think first and foremost is the turnovers. You know, I think those are obvious. we got to clean those up. Um, we got to find a way to run the ball better. You know, we, we didn't run the ball very well. We've actually been really good on third down so far this year. 
Um, but first down is not going to trend. So it really just comes down to taking, taking care of the football and being a little bit more efficient on first down. All right. Sorry about that. A little technical difficulties. A little first show difficulties. Just shaking off the cobwebs. But for you, probably better that, that it wasn't as loud when I said it. But the defense, what's it like going up against them week in and week out? That D-line, first of all, I know they can't. They, they can just get a hand on you. They're not allowed to tap you or anything. But knowing that you have to go up against those guys week in and week out of practice, what's that like? Yeah, I mean, we knew they were special in fall camp. We could see the development of the defense. Um, and we've been telling people all off, so watch out for our defense. It's not going to be a surprise unit of our team. Um, like you said, we haven't had the greatest defensive success the last couple of years, but I think obviously this year they've had a great showing so far, and I think they're just going to continue to improve. And then for you guys this upcoming weekend, you got one boneyard victory on the, on the calendar already this year. And also, too, uh, I hadn't gone to the facility in a while, at least like almost a year. Very nice of me. I like what's running up the stairs, so I run a little bit late. I'm coming from not down the street anymore. And there's there's like a Rams helmet, an Eagles helmet, and every helmet you can imagine. One day, hopefully, your helmet. But for you, what would it mean to get this win against a team that, you know, you've played against before, big time opponent, you're going to have a lot of family and friends there. It's kind of a familiar area with you being an Iowa guy. What would that mean for you? No, it would be really special. Um, I got some friends coming from home, and um, my mom's in my family. You know, they're not always able to make it to those things. They like games far away from Iowa. So, plus, it'd be another big winner. I don't know how many teams had two winner victories one year, but I was assuming it'd be in the short case. Yeah, and uh, Coach Hammock this morning, he mentioned uh, that when he was a player, they had a similar week to what happened last week where they lost to Western Illinois, but they won seven games in a row. So, if losing last week is the sacrifice we have to make for seven wins in a row, I know I'm not on the team, but I think maybe we can accept, you know? Yeah, I think that would be acceptable. Yeah, and there's there's some tough ones on there. I know um, you didn't get a chance to play Tulsa. Tulsa's going to be a great one. It's a home and home. We got them at their place last year, here this year. But as you wrap up the non-conference schedule to get ready for your final year of matching, what are some things that – you want the team to sharpen up on or things that you guys got to be like full on ready to go into match. Yeah. I mean, I think it's kind of more of the same, right? It's just making sure that we're fresh in the detail and everything that we do. Make sure we, we know our roles and assignments and just playing clean football. I think that's what you got to. I think we got to tell the team. We just, we got to play clean and we got to play clean. And then NIU over the last few years, we've always had, we've had the old block. You are now the old block. How, how much stuff do the guys give you in the locker room? Are they always messing with you? I saw the Friday beers post of you sitting at Ham's desk with, like, the the sheriff outfit on. So what's it like being uh, the grandpa? Yeah, that, that was good. That was uh, my Halloween outfit. Okay. Okay. We're going to have to get another Halloween outfit this year, yeah. And, uh, but, yeah, they do, they do give, me, uh, give me some crap for being the old guy in the room. But <laughs> that's what you get for being old, I guess, right? You know, yeah. you can't control it, so – uh, it's fun, you know. I've, uh, I've had a lot of experience, and I've had a great, enjoyable college career. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. It's sometimes it's hard to relate to some of these young kids. You know? Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, my brother was sitting right over here. He just started with the marching band since freshman year, so I, I, uh, I can tell. I mean, he's 11 years younger than me. I know you're a couple years younger than me, so I can only imagine like. Freshmen show up, you're like, uh, we got nothing in common, but you can catch passes and run routes, so let's let's ride. Yeah, exactly. uh, for you, man, um, you actually, in my eyes, really have had two careers, right? Because you got a full or three years at Michigan State, and then this will be your third full season here. I know you didn't get to play last year, but you've always embraced this town and this area for what it is, and I think things like this and this show, doing like the golf outing with all of our fans really bring – a great sense of community around the football program. What would you say is one thing you know you're going to miss when you leave the area? Yeah, I mean, the sense of community for sure. It, it being a smaller town, you know, you, you, you're you able to communicate and remember faces and names a lot better, you know, because, you know, there's just not as many of them. So very loyal supporters, uh, a good group of alumni that, that I've become friends with and got to know. So it's, it's, a, special, it's a special community to get. And then now that you've had a little bit more time to build up more memorable moments, I know last season probably didn't add too many, but 
what would you say, like, if you had to encapsulate, like, your three favorite moments here so far at NIU, what would those three be? Three favorite moments? I would say Georgia Tech, um, just getting that first first victory. First up, first game. Yeah, first up, first game. Big, you know, powered by the Richie's catch in the end zone. Yes. And that was that was crazy. Um, maybe the comeback against Central in 21. Okay. We were down like 19 and a half or something like that. that. That was a cool game. And I had a bunch of texting a few teammates and um, just friends from Michigan State there. I think, the I think I remember that. You got a big, there was yeah. a big group of people you took a picture with. That was yeah. Yeah. That was, that was fun. And then uh, the match championship 21 was a great time. Same thing. I had a lot of Michigan buddies, some buddies from home. Uh, I had a pretty big crowd there, and then obviously one of the conference championships, which is the as well. My favorite gift from you guys my last year, last semester as a student, was that championship game and the events that followed. It was a very good night. Very good night. I'm going to stop here for a beer, too, but um, I got to say, like, looking at what you've done so far, you've got a very good career here at Northern Illinois, but what would you say separates you – from the next guys, like the next quarterback, not anyone in our locker room, but like next year you're going to try your shot at the NFL. Pretend I'm an NFL GM. Like what separates you from that next quarterback that they may be looking at instead of you? Yeah. I mean, I would just say knowledge and experience would be the big, the big two. I mean, obviously the experience been in college seven years, played a lot of games, um, the knowledge of the game. I think they have a really good understanding of the game. Able to, to check runs, check passes, understand defense, alignments, spacing. And then lastly, just the ability to, to win close games. You just go back and look at uh, our the, time here. You have the ice in your veins, clutch you. Yeah. And winning is a skill, man. Winning is a skill. Yeah, I, uh, I was gutted for you out there on Saturday because I was like, you know what? They're going to do it again. Um, the field goal decision, I was like – I was like, I get it, I guess, because we would have either had to go for two or go to overtime to win. So, like, yeah, in the moment, in the moment, it's probably not great. Like, you make a two-possession game, a two-possession game. But we still have the ball, opportunity to win the game. But I just know, like, how much of a fiery competitor you are. So, you know what you got to do to get back up uh, for this week. But I keep going. I got to get loud. It's like third down. But um, one thing I wanted to ask you, so your dad your dad was a coach college. Your brother is a, is a player at Army currently. So how beneficial was it for you to grow up in such an athletic family and just always being around the game and your dad being a college player and a college coach? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely beneficial for my, for my football career, I would say. Yeah. You know, being able to – I've been taught football from you know, ever since I can remember. He's been trying to teach me stuff about the game, so – uh, it helps. I had a good base understanding of the game coming into college, and then you know was able to grow that through experience and conversations and stuff like that. Yeah, this morning I was I was getting educated on on uh, your different levels of football knowledge that you have in the locker room. So like freshmen come in, they're like 100 level. You might be like grad 700 level, but like Cade was saying, he's more like three four now because he's a junior. But um, yeah, like. I think I know a lot about football, and then I start picking a guy like yours brain or I start talking to Coach Ham or, or any of the guys, and I'm like, okay, I know as much as I think I know, but I definitely don't know as much as you guys. You don't know what you don't know, right? It, yeah, <laughs> what I don't know can't hurt me, right? So last season here, final final as we'll call it, what are you looking forward to, though, about this last run? Because I remember you saying – you know, in the press conference and when we did our off-season interview, you really didn't know if you were ever going to get the chance to play the game again. So I know you're definitely not taking this last year for granted. Yeah, I'm just looking forward to enjoying it with um, You know, obviously our goal is the championship. I'm excited for that run. But just to be able to go out there and play play college football one last time, I've been blessed with seven years of eligibility, so I'm going to take yeah. advantage of it, right? And so, it's one of the most uh, fun things in sports is college football. So yeah. definitely not going to take it for granted. Yeah, I mean, we talk about it all the time. Like, games so far, like the big upsets seeing Dion BTCU week one, like all these different games. It's any given week, and I'd like us to be a part of any given week, you know, or this upcoming week. That'd be very nice. But have you gotten a chance to watch? I know you're very busy, but I know you still watch a little bit here and there, but – have you gotten to see any of the crazy big upsets or even 
walk-off punt return last night in Monday Night Football? I did see the walk-off punt return. That's crazy. I didn't watch Hard Knocks, but apparently that guy was like the Hard Knocks star. Yeah. Or like the, they always the pick that Hard one guy. Star. Yeah, the, the guy that's like roster man 54, like just kind of on the fringe. Yeah, good for him. That's oh, super cool. I saw a video, and it was Robert Salah, the head coach. Uh, and he had – you know how they always do like uh, when it's cut day, they'll – either tell him like hey you made it or i'm sorry like we have to let you go and they brought him in and he's like man i thought i was gonna have to go on that lonely car ride home without a job and have to go home and you know like you said he ended up being the hero on the show and the hero week one because if you look at the end of the clip salah was like you're gonna go ahead and make some plays for us you see who the first person was that greeted him in the end zone Uh robert salah ran all the way from his spot up the 50-yard line jumped on his guy in the end zone that's like when you watch a football game, like I wanted the Bills to win, I had Josh Allen in fantasy. Josh Allen didn't care about his fantasy team last night. The Bills ended up losing that one. But as far as like college this year goes, uh, what what do you think? Like the CFP, like who do you think's the best looking team so far? It's been you've seen a lot of good performances up to this point. Yeah, no, that's a good question. I mean, obviously, I think it's too early to tell. Three two in the season, but. You know, USC has been looking good. They've had a talented freshman branch, I think is his name. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's the They're starting to look like the USC leader of watch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, who held them just for the last week? Well, it's out of Texas. Texas. Texas is looking good. So it was, you're, yeah. a mullet, you're a mullet brother, Quinn Ewers. <laughs> Texas is looking good. Um, I've heard good things about Florida State. I haven't really got a chance to watch them too much. Carl Bachet, too, that quarterback. Jordan Travis, he's really, really good. And and, uh, head coach Mike Norvell. He came from Memphis, did really well there, and then he came over to Florida State. They started kind of a little rough, but the last few years, the last few years, everything has kind of turned up for them. Yeah, and I'm sure whoever whoever wins the game to the point. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, the. the ACC is not – I shouldn't say it's theirs to lose, but with Clemson dropping week one to, to do, they have to be, you know, more like the more likely team to do it, you know, because yeah. I think Florida State will have to play Clemson. That will be a great game at the end of the year. But I think this year – I know Georgia the last few years, they, they were taking over the top because they had the quarterback. I know Stetson Bennett may not go on to have the same NFL career, but he was that dude at Georgia. My mindset towards this year is just anyone but him. Please, because, like, we want to see some parity. And I know it probably won't be Alabama, but, like, it'd be cool to see a team like Texas or USC yeah. get back to the college football playoff and get some of that glory. Yeah, 100%. It's been pretty, like, Alabama's been in Clemson's been in Ohio State. And now Michigan. Michigan has taken the spot for Ohio State the last few seasons. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, When they do, well – you won't have any more eligibility by then, but maybe we can sneak in and when they expand back to 12, because if they expand to 12, you would think a team that like NIU and Orangeville team with Jordan Lynch, they would have gotten that bid. Or like a team like Tulane last year that went out and beat USC, they almost beat Ole Miss. Well, I shouldn't say almost beat, but they were beating Ole Miss the whole game. And then at the end, without Pratt to the quarterback was done, at the end, they ended up losing it. But yeah, I mean, I can go on and on all day. College, college football is is our favorite. I know it's my brother's favorite. Um, it's just a good time. It's a good time. But um, I have to ask you, so I know you spend a lot of time on the golf course. Probably not as much this offseason with the rehab and with getting back full speed, but have Ethan and Justin caught you up, caught up to you on the course? Uh, Justin, definitely. Justin's <laughs> he's, he's almost going down. It's been, it's been a tough time. You're not giving him any pointers or tips, no? Uh, he, he's, he's lost interest, I think. He's lost hope. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, Ethan's good. Beginning of the year, he was beating me when I was still kind of recovering from my knee. Um, I ended up catching him at the end of the year. And I was like, we're really yeah. Good. You're out there with like, like, with like a chain and a driver. Yeah. Like, I'm still going to beat you. Yeah. Yeah. For you, though, man, I know – we never really, we never really talked about it on the show. We haven't talked about it last year or, or this year. But like, what was that period like for you? Because I know it's got to be hard and mentally taxing, knowing that you know you want to be out there to help the guys, you want to be out there to help contribute to win. But at the end of the day, we always, you know, we always talk about it here in the press conferences. We always say, control what you can control. The rest will take care of itself. So you control what you can control. You're back out on the field now. But what was that period like? Because nobody really sees. 
but behind the scenes of what you had to go through during your darkest time, you know? Yeah. No, I mean, like you said, control what you can control. So during the season, I was just trying to help our guys get there as much as possible and, and work with the game, game planning week in, week out, and you know, try to be somewhat of a coach on staff, right, for our team. It was, a, it was a good experience for me, too. I got to see the and, you know, rehab was tough. I never really had a serious injury. So to be, uh, you know, immobile for a certain period of time, working strength back into your quad and doing all the rehab stuff, it, it was different. But you get through it, man. You just you wake up every day and you get through it. Hey, man, you know I'm always ready to run through a brick wall. I told Kate earlier, I was like, I will I will be the online warrior for the team. I will handle all the Twitter trolls. Whoever has anything funny to say, you guys just go out there and do your thing on Saturday. But you mentioned something about coaching. You got coaching in your family. I know your playing days, you still got plenty of years left. You plenty of gas left in the tank. But when you do hang them up for good, do you think that maybe you would want to get into coaching? Uh, it's something that's crossed my mind a couple of times. I, said. I think I, I'm not sure what I want to do. I think I might want to try something outside of football at first, but I know I would love being a coach. I know it would, it would be awesome. Huh? Thought about broadcasting. So, broadcasting. Hey, hey, Rocky and me down on the call. They already have one Rocky. Yes, I'm sure they got room for another. And the thing is, too, is you get an experience. Now you're doing a little podcasting here and there. You've done the show a million times outside of even here. And then you're a former player. So it's like, remember how I talked about, like, oh, I thought I knew a lot about football? The second you start talking, it's going to be like, you know, when Tony Rumble calls the game, Tony Rumble is sitting there and he's like calling the play out as it's happening and unfolding in front of him. So he's going to spoil the whole place. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's like, well, I, I don't need this game. I fast forward. I want to, I want to see it. You know, I, I want to see it as it's happening, dude. Relax. But, um, yeah, dude, I, I would be super pumped for you. Um, so you have your own sandwich here for those of you guys that don't know. So tell everyone what's on your sandwich. Uh, it's just a chicken farm sandwich. Uh, it's made based off of the appetizers. Yeah. Uh, chicken farm sandwich with pepperonis uh, and then pepper cheese. A very, a very rocky choice. But all right. So let's say food distributor has a bad week. We can't just we can't get what we need to make the rocky Lombardi. You're here on a Thursday with the boys for your whole lineman dinner. What else are you grabbing on the menu? My go-to is the, uh, the Godfather. It's the Godfather. Italian beef sandwich. Oh, yeah. I'm a huge Italian beef sandwich. Yes. It's uh, with the au jus, too. Oh, yeah. Au jus and jardinier. Not too I'm much, but... I love pepperoni. Pepperoni's only? Yeah. Well, no, yeah, yeah. Do you do, like, maybe a little sweet peppers, too? No. Just, just hot. Just fire. <laughs> I, uh... I like just eating pepperoncinis, even just by like if they're not on a salad or whatever, throw on my plate. I'm just gonna eat it like yeah. a pickle. So no, they're really really good. Um, so for you, you had to you had to have picked up one more like degree, right? So you, you can't just play quarterback. It'd be cool if you could just play quarterback and be in a show and just kind of live your life. But you had to pick up one more degree. So what is the degree that you're completing this year? And then for our listeners and our fans. That maybe don't know the ones you already got. What other ones did you already? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So my degree that I'm working on now, I should finish December is uh, sport management. Master sport management. Last uh, last semester, I finished up on a sports technology uh, master's program, and then my undergrad uh, was from MSU Bachelor of Arts in History. The timing of taking that sports site class was probably great for you too, especially with everything that you were going through. I remember uh, all those like sports site. Sports management, all those they're really good courses. And I think for me, the thing that made it so easy, it's like we talk sports all day when we're not in school. So if we're in class and we're talking about sports, like of course I'm gonna I'm like, you're like, put your hand down, Brandy. Stop raising your hand. I'm like, what I know the answer. Sorry. Like, I'm a nerd, but upcoming game, big game. You have the chance to see Nebraska's film, I'm assuming, up to this. I know it's early, it's on Tuesday, but what do Husky fans need to look out for? I know the quarterback is someone that we've seen before. He was a guy from Georgia Tech a few years ago, Jeff Simmons. But um, what kind of game should Husky fans expect here outside of that? Yeah, I think it's going to be a close game. They play this in tough game. I think we match up well with them. They got a good defense, and you know, the offense has been having some struggles. But 
is, you know, we'll see which office can turn it first. Like a struggle off, right? No, and I think, I, think, I don't know, I don't remember who said it, but it was said, it was said in the press conference, like, not, not that you guys, like, needed a wake-up call, but, you know, you're riding high, everything went, not, maybe not everything went great, you won the game, you said you didn't play your best game, and I think a win, I, I don't care how you play as long as you win the game, right? Coach Hammock always says by one more play and one more point for the opponent. But I think for you guys, like, when you guys end up losing a game or when people start crowding you out is when you guys really tap into your true potential. Like, the year you guys won the match, the talking heads and the blue check marks and all those dudes picked you guys to win last. I mean, what you do. So it's like, I think when you guys have that chip right there, you play a little bit better. Yeah, I, I think everybody does, you know, you get a little bit of extra it's behind us and I, I think uh the one thing that I was like doing when I was on the recap was like it's one game and it's a non like if that was Toledo or like anyone in the map that one would have heard a lot more. But you can still accomplish just about everything that you guys set up. You can still go to Detroit. You can still do a bowl game. You can still do all that. And I think, too, you have you get Power 5 this week, and then you get a team that's kind of similar to us, right? Like, group of five, but not, like, lower group of five. Like, they, they do some good stuff in their conference, and I think the American conference, like, they keep adding on more teams. Like, it's a pretty good conference, so. Yeah. No, it's exciting. It's exciting to get to play them again. Uh, had a great game with them last year. Uh, competitive back and forth game. Maybe not back and forth, but close in the yeah. end. Close in the end for sure. Um, so I'm excited for that one. That'll be my game for sure. Yeah, and I know for us as fans, like that one was that was the one I think it's the fourth down. We tried to get a fourth down around midfield. We couldn't get it and then laying them down and scored, right? Yeah, that one was I'm sure it was a lot tougher for you guys. But it was it was one of those games that like as a team, you know how they talk about closing, right? Like you, you talked about it a lot in your press conference after Boston College. You guys have the ability to close out games and make the plays that you need down the stretch when it's winning time. Like I think that if you guys can go into this week, right, do what you guys do best. Right? Run the football. It's 30 carries, but not for 64 yards, maybe like 264. That'd be nice. I think the best way that it was put to me was we're going to go in, Coach Hamilton, we're going to go in, play our brand of football. We know they're probably going to – or we're going to try to match their intensity and let the chips fall where they may. And I think that it's going to be a war, but it's a very it's very doable for you guys to go in there and slay the giant with my eyes. Yeah, absolutely. But obviously, I, you know, I can't even can't even get my kickoff that I've been asking for for like – just let me run down on one kickoff. Let me get lit up. I'll learn my lesson. We can move on and, and, and get going with it. But for you, man – First game back at Husky Stadium. I know that – so from, like, the first year you've been here to even Saturday, I think the attendance just keeps going up more. It was a really loud environment. It was a beautiful, beautiful day out. What did it feel like to run out of that tunnel, go smack the Husky, get out there on the field, and run out there with your guys? And then, too, like, the All Blacks. Like, the All Blacks are the coolest jerseys I think I've seen you guys wear. Yeah, they're clean. Yeah. They're clean. No, it was good. Um, you always love playing in front of your home crowd, and, and there was a good turnout. And you're right; it was just a, it was a perfect day. Uh, it seems like everything was going our way. It's almost too good. Yeah, yeah. And then too, even uh, like you had the opportunity to meet the radio guy, Bill Baker. So it's they honored him at halftime. Uh, he's been the voice of NIU football for 15 years longer than I've been on this planet. So uh, he was a great guy. They they got to honor him at halftime, and uh, I mean honestly. It just looked like a fun day to be out at the stadium. Had like band day there. I got to see this guy play the trumpet for the first time in his red and black colors. So nice. it, it was a very uh, a good day until uh, the game started. But I mean, it's behind us, and I think the thing that like I found comfort in when I was doing the show, uh, recapping it was just like I always say like at the end of the day, like college kids, eighteen. Oh, I'm sorry, the way I sounds like they're eighteen to twenty two year old guys except for a few. Yeah. But I was like, these are our guys. Like, no matter how mad we can get as fans, we got to stick with you guys, band together, just like you guys do on Saturday. And that's one thing 
that I want to give you guys a lot of credit for. So, like, when the going gets tough, it gets tough to stick together. But no matter what the situation you guys are always in, like, you see people picking each other up. You see people rooting on other people's successes. And I think the culture that is in that locker room has a lot to do with, like, what guys like you and Brandon and Quinn, Kyle Hugh and Lance DeVoe, but for you, what has it been like to see just the growth of the guys in the program as the older guy? Now you have more time here, more time with those guys to see him grow. Yeah, it's, it's been really special. Um, it's been one of my goals coming here, just to be able to you know, change lives and help you know, kids mature and you get to see that a little bit. And get things to grow up and team dynamic is going to be We see we have games for you know, the defense has helped out the defense. We've had games this year that went in the opposite. And, yeah. Uh, you know, it, it's never 50 50. Right? It's like a marriage. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, yeah. Sometimes you got to give and take. So they, they, we know that they got our back and we got theirs. Yeah. Yeah. And I think um, one thing that's always been stressed me and like kind of the way Coach Hammond coaches is you need to play complementary football. So the offense feeds into the defense, the defense feeds into the offense, and you can't forget about special teams, too, which I hate the new kickoff rules. I want to see Trayvon Rudolph run back kicks, and it's, like, impossible now. Like, well, you just get the ball up in 25. I'm like, I would like to see Trayvon get a couple chances because he's electric. And what's been like, too, is you guys both went down at the same time to come back together to get him back in the offense. Yeah, it was really cool. Uh, we had a cool moment over the summer where we were basically both getting cleared at the same time. Yeah. It was just a special moment for, for us because – you know, we, we didn't know if we'd ever get a chance to, to play together again. So to be able to have that this extra year, it's really been really special for us so far. And continue to be. Well, what was it, Ron? Played against Kent State or was it Kent State? Played rookie for 532 yards. Just playing five touchdowns. Like, that game was absolutely insane. And 300, 300 and I think, two or 300 times to Trayvon. So, yeah, it was a crazy game. So it's cool record. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's definitely a couple more opportunities. I think I told you before the season, like, you just have to get, like, 3,300 yards, which isn't a lot for you. And, and, two, you guys are passing the ball more than you've passed the ball at any other time of year. So what's that been like for you, too? Because, you know, in years past, I mean, we still are probably, like, 55, 45 run pass, but I've seen close to 30 attempts in all the games this season right now. Yeah, um, it's been nice, you know. I obviously I'm here to play football, so it's been nice to be able to kind of do my job. But you know, I don't really care if I do it so many three times, whatever it takes to win the game, or whatever the defense is, is going to give us. That's what I do. So it is nice to throw a couple more than eight passes. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, uh, your quarterback. Do you want to air it out and? If you can do what you did on Saturday with that 63 yarder, like I think anything can happen. But for you guys in that in that receiver room, you got guys like Casper. Uh, I had the opportunity, Jalen Johnson. I, I hadn't really seen him play. I know he was getting a lot of opportunities then too. Um, even you have a, a lot of cash guys, right? So you got guys like Brock Lampy. You got Billy Dozier, who they who they were really trying to get involved with the blocking. The timing and everything, it, would, it just wasn't working. But what's it like to have just that many different skill sets? Like, they have before it was, you always just had like the five guys that were five foot nine, blazing speed, but we didn't have the size or the possession guys. What's it like to have, you know, a little bit of everything? Yeah, it, it's nice. It, it means that we can do a lot of different things. And we almost have so much talent that, that it's, it's hard to get them all in, right? I was thinking that a little bit earlier. I didn't want to ask it, but I like didn't know how to phrase it. But it's like it's a good problem to have to have that money. But then sometimes you're like, well, wait, now I'm overthinking it. I don't know who to use where. And so there's a reason I do the podcast and I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, I uh, I think that the program, at least when you got here, we were in a weird. You know, we were just coming off of the 0-6 season. It was a weird time for the program, something we weren't used to. And I think that you came in, you did your thing that first year. As a leader, your second year, you you know, out of your control, you could play. But I think that for Husky fans, everything that we possibly could have asked for you and more has come. So I know the Husky fans are definitely appreciative of you. But what would you say has been one of the, like, best parts about 
being in this type of like because before you're in East Lansing, Michigan State, maybe you could do stuff like this, but it'd be a little bit different. Like you're not going to have the conversations and know the people that you know because every you know it's a bigger area. But what does it mean to uh, I don't know like when you walk in somewhere and everyone's like, oh, it's Rocky Lombardi, that's my quarterback. Yeah, I mean, like I said, it's kind of a smaller size of community, so you get a little bit part of the personal interaction, which is nice. You know, you don't get that at, at bigger schools necessarily. So meeting new faces and new people all the time. They, they don't really know who you are. Yeah. It's nice to be able to kind of express, express a little bit of your personality to you. Yeah, I've, I've heard horror stories about, you know, college, college coaches not being available. Like, it's – I'm glad we have who we have because I know Coach Hammock and his staff always put the relationship first, and they make sure that, you know, they like the person as well as the football player. But as kind of like the spokesperson on the team, right? Do they ever use you in like the recruiting? Like, I don't even know if that's possible. But like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I, I don't, I don't host recruits anymore. I think because it's like, it's like there's no way you, you can relate to these. Kids. Yeah, they're like, they're like Rocky is in the grad school. Like, this guy was. They probably maybe they sent him with you. Right? Yeah, probably with you. I think you can. What words of advice would you have? Would you have though to those kind of guys that the school's looking at? They're kind of torn. Maybe they want to come to NIU. Maybe they don't. They haven't made their mind up. Like, what would you kind of say to help push their foot in the door and help them? You know, become awesome. Yeah, I would say I would say look at you know, look at the look at the program, look at the culture, make sure that your values align with the values of the culture and the coaching staff. I, I really think that's that's all that matters. I think if your values align with the value of the team and the program, you'll be that. And then for you, last year in college football, last chance to really make an impact for the scouts at the next level. What do you have to do to put yourself in the best position to go out there and sign an NFL contract next year? Yeah, just play my game. You know, I, I think I'm already uh, in a position to where I'm good enough to just go out there and, and play and Play the take care of itself. I like that. I like that. And for you, like, what what is that that process going to look like? Because I know you're very well connected. I know you work a lot with your uh, coach in the offseason, Tony. But like, the last snap of the season in, in the bowl game, right? In the bowl game, last snap happens, whistle blows. Like, are you on that first flight out of town to where you know somewhere? Cold and you're not fun to go train like a warrior for four months before the draft. I'm definitely not going anywhere cold. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I, I honestly don't even really know. I know their basics of how to watch, but yeah, you know that's a that's a discussion for a couple of months later. Yeah. Yeah. I like that one week at a time, one game at a time. Um, I'll be I'll be the official campaign hype train man, like Rocky Lombardi to the Bears. Which oh my god, we won't we won't talk about the Bears, but um, yeah, I'll have you know. You guys were you guys were a lot off the hook in my eyes the second that last whistle blew on Sunday because I was like I could be as mad as I want to pop the NIU game, but like you guys at least had a chance to win the game late. Like I watched that Bears game on Sunday. I hope you didn't. But yeah. Uh, what are your thoughts? Because you probably got some of our Bears fans and you're like, what do where, what do we even do? Like Use your football brain to help because I don't even think they got football brains in there. Like I think the coach and GM are that won't make you say that, but I'll say it. But I think, like, it's a tough situation because we haven't won for so long, and they hired two guys that don't really have the experience that we're asking for, at least in the position we're in, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's tough to tell. I, mean, I can do a study for you if you want. <laughs> the Rocky film review on why the Bears lost this week, it's just like a laser pointer. It's like – it's like uh, you ever seen the meme where it's Leonardo McCaffrey? He's got like oh, the yeah. remote. He's like, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that'd be great. I, uh, I don't know. I just uh, I live and die with every snap. Me and my brother were talking about it this morning. It's probably not good for our health, but I've been learning better ways to not be an uh, angry podcast guy, like screaming into a microphone after the game. And I think for me too, I hopefully I didn't do it right after the game. Usually when I get a little bit of time and I'm like, all right, well, this happened and that happened. And again, these are my guys, so I'll go to war from. But for you, what do you guys have to do out there on Saturday to prevent the type of performance that you guys had this past week? You know, it just comes down to understanding our, our assignments and our rules and responsibilities. 
We had plenty of opportunities this week. You know, like I said, we're in contest too. It's just turnovers and playing basketball. And then, like the week after a game like that, what's practice like? Is you know, because I know you guys compete really hard. I know Coach Hammock, and I know another coach over there, Coach Junie, definitely doesn't take it easy on you. But like, you guys have a very tight knit group, and I'm sure practice gets a little hot sometimes, right? Yeah, not a kid, not a kid. It's uh, it's a lot of scouting, a lot of scouting during the season. So uh, you know, looking, working on the the looks that we're going to see on Saturday. Um, you know, working on the game plan, what we're playing on Saturday, we're trying to get the every look we can. Uh, and then, like a game like this, though, you're not going to play in a stadium that holds 90,000 people for the rest of the year, and the team really hasn't played in a stadium like that since Michigan. Are you guys doing uh, crowd noise and, and other distractions? Uh, in practice, I'm assuming you guys probably practice inside a little bit this week just to emulate more noise. But what are you guys doing to prepare for that? Yeah, we just had our uh, our giant speaker like five yards behind us, just blaring music as loud as we can. So oh my goodness, just to simulate as, as loud of a noise as possible. Are your ears just ringing when you get back home at the end of the day? Yeah, it's 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 horrible. It's, it's, not, it's not nearly as loud. The rest is really loud. Yeah, I mean the the eight foot speaker. Right behind you. Yeah, that's yeah. that's not good. You're like you go to class after you're like sitting in class and your ears are just pinging and ringing and you're they're like Rocky. Do you have an answer for the question? You're just like staring off into space because yeah. your ears are just broken. Yeah, they, they don't work anymore. They're not gonna work. There's no <laughs> and then uh, all right, so big game. Uh, what advice do you have for the younger guys, the guys that? Because I know Boston College was a big game, but the environment wasn't as you know, it wasn't 90,000 people. What do you say to some of the younger guys that haven't played in this type of game going into the Sanders game? Yeah, just, just enjoy the experience. Uh, you know, like you said, you don't get to experience this every day, especially here at NIU. Um, you know, you're probably going to play in front of 90,000 fans, maybe once in a break, you yeah. know, if you're lucky. Um, so enjoy it. I mean, just play your game, you know. It's still football at the end of the day. Football is fun. And yeah, that's – uh. I remember it was last year when we were on the show, we had Evan Buss on. And he's like, honestly, I just like having fun like that. Yeah, winning is winning is awesome and stuff. But he said it like that. And honestly, I've never seen that kind of fun smile on his face. How is Evan? Always a smile. Always, always. Um, for you, offensive line, they're a little banged up right now. But what do you, you know, what are you saying in the huddle? Because that's, that's a line that has led us for years. It's always been a stronghold of our team, what do you got going on to get them, you know, out of the little rut that they're in? Because we know they'll be back and they'll be bulldozing. And I saw, too, Logan wasn't um, suitable last week, which is a big, big loss for us, you know? Yeah, no, I, I mean, I think we can, like you said, they're a little banged up and they'll, they'll be fine, but we can also do some things to help them out. I can give a little bit Yeah, you know, no, no game plan, no game plan. Of course, I, I learned the hard way the first time. <laughs> Um, for you though, does having you know guys like Brock and we us using a lot of end arounds? Like I know you're gonna run when you have to, and you you always do well in that. But that you know coming off an injury, you probably don't want. To, I mean, if you have to, you got to. But does it take a little bit of pressure off you so we don't have to see the Rocky and the battering ram plays or like every? If you don't have you know we don't have Clint. We didn't have him last year. We didn't, we didn't really have that super back role. You were the super back. Yeah. Now you don't have to be as much. You know. Yeah, no, I mean, it's nice. Uh, like I said, I'm not running when I have to, but uh, we talked earlier about all the weapons we got this year, so like, there's just so many so many things we can do and so many people that can make plays in space, so that, that is nice. Yeah, I uh, I love the trick plays. You said earlier that the game on Saturday, uh, the two-point conversion you fought, it may have been your first reception as a college football player. It, it may have been. I, I can't confirm. So without without giving us like the play call, take us through the level of excitement that you had knowing like, all right, we drew the playoff for me. I'm catching this. No one's going to be near me and it's going to be a move. Yeah, no, it, it was cool. I was hoping it would work, first of all. <laughs> and then once I saw that, you know, everybody was over and left and I just ran and I knew it was over. Which, so that was pretty cool. Yeah, it was it was very free. It was it was a good play to see, and uh, I dubbed it the Husky special. So we'll we'll stick with that just so Nebraska hears it on the sideline. They don't know. Yeah, definitely. But um, we do have a lot of traveling fans, and I think too, 
NIU has a, a good relationship with the state of Nebraska. There are some Nebraska players on the team. But what would you say uh, to the traveling fans? Maybe a place that you had a burger at the last time you were out there. Just, you know, maybe some thanks just for traveling, too, because it is like a six, seven-hour drive. Yeah, yeah, no, thank, thank you guys for, for making the trip. I know that's not – it's definitely not an easy drive. Um, but it, but it's a great experience. You guys are going to enjoy it. It's one of the best experiences in college football. It's really in sports in general. Yeah. Um, and the town's really cool, too. There's a lot of history there, especially if you love, love college football, a lot of college football history. So you'll see as much as you can. Yeah, no, I, I am definitely jealous that I'm not able to go to that game. I think I was coerced, maybe not coerced, but convinced, I'll say, uh, this morning because Kate asked me, he's like, oh, you're going to the game this week. And I was like, dude, I wish. I just can't run it. I think I'm going to go to the Toledo game. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go behind enemy lines, the glass bowl. It's gonna be a long drive, but I put plenty of miles on my car for this team, and I'll do it again. Um, but bowl game, I'll definitely. I'll, I'll be fine. But um, for you going into this game, knowing that you know they're gonna they're gonna have a heavy emphasis on you because they know you. Maybe not Matt Wool, but the, you know Nebraska. They know you. They've seen you in the Big Ten before. What do you have to do to go in there for for your performance to be the troops? Like I know you said play clean, but what do you think is the most important thing to do to be a Being a film study, uh, trying to see all the looks that, that, that they're going to bring at me and have the interest ready and play my game. It's going to be a heck of a game. Uh, the game is this Saturday. It's at Nebraska. Uh, it'd be pretty cool if we got Nebraska. Yeah, I mean, Bandy here last year. That was that was actually I never thought I'd see the SEC come to Cal, but there we were. We've been scheduling some good non-conference games these last few years, but I think that pretty much. Yeah, I got one more actually. Um, NFL. I didn't ask you this. It looks crazy. Like that's that's where the parity is. Who do you think for the NFL? Well, I know it's literally week one, but like, whose hype train are you riding this year, thinking that they could get the job done? Maybe in the Super Bowl. He said the Rams. <laughs> I, I don't know if I, I'll say the. They're my Super Bowl predictions. Yeah, the team that definitely surprised me. We the Lions. Oh yeah. I don't know oh I, yeah, because I I thought I had um what's his name uh, Tyler Boyd in fantasy, and I looked at the game after. Those are all have 81 yards. And I'm like, I instantly went and picked the Browns defense up at like 7 a.m. this morning. Like, no shame. But I uh I was I was happy to have football back. It feels like it's that best time of the year. And uh happy to be back here at Fatties for another live show, another season of live shows. Uh but do you have any any final words for the fans or anything leading up to this this game or just words of thanks for being back here at Fatties again this season? Yeah, I'm uh, just excited to be back here. So to be doing the show again. It's, like I said, it's been a while. So nice to be back here. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you to you. They come here to see you, dude. I'm just a host. I just am the other guy with the microphone. Yeah, I can do this. I don't, I don't know how to work this stuff. Opa! <laughs> I'm sorry. It just worked too naturally. It just happened. But, yeah. Um, yeah, man. I think we got anything touched up this week. I really always, I always appreciate your time, man. You do the show a lot, and even you know, like in the off season, we spent like an hour just just shooting it up, talking about the game, and I learned a lot about football. And I think that the people that come out and and listen to the show, even on uh, the recorded version of it, still do learn a lot about you guys and and about the team. And my goal when I started covering the team was always to get people to know the guy that's behind the cover. You know what I'm saying? So my final question of the day. The big one. I'm going to ask, what was the inspiration behind the stash and the mullet? Because you came to camp looking like Trevor from GTA. Yeah. And, I mean, it was it was a vibe. Everyone was rolling with the mustache. Yeah. Just no more. But it's no more. What happened? Uh, I, don't, I don't know how I even got started. I mean, it's like a camp stash. Like, a lot of yeah. people do it, right? And then uh, the mullet, the thing had the 21. <laughs> It's a little bit better now, so just kind of rocking it, and then uh, 
I, I thought I was going to shave the mustache week one. Yeah. I just, I just let it roll. Yes, dude, that thing, that thing was mean. I literally, like, thought you just hopped out of a time pass from, like, 1978. Like, That's what I was going for. Very good. <laughs> I got I to say, it uh, it definitely had, like, I have a, a literal picture on my phone. And it's literally just, like, it's not even you throwing the pass or anything, but it's just a meme that I'm ready to use at any given moment with the stash and the bullet. So thank you for that. I, I appreciate that. I appreciate you for taking the time. Um, everybody make sure, you know, tune in on Saturday. If you're not able to get out to the game, I know that the place to be if you're not at the game is always going to be fatty. Some pub beer, have some beers, cheer the guys on, and get ready for a long team. They need our support. Yeah, we got the class. The class came in. We got to get as many Husky fans out to Husky Stadium and get as many Husky fans out to these shows here in the future weeks. But we'd like to thank everyone for coming out to the first live Rocky Lombardi show of the season. We will be back next week to recap the Nebraska game and get you guys all ready for the home game against Tulsa. We also have a special guest that will be announced at a later date. I do not have uh, the guests lined up yet, but I promise you we will have someone. We're going to catch up with Rocky, see how you – you know, you felt after last week's shake, see how you feel going into Tulsa. And then we'll get the tempo of someone, uh, you know, probably one of your old linemen. I think I think I want to start with Nolan. We'll see if Nolan's doing this week. But we'll keep it uh, We'll keep it on the captains. We'll obviously always give you guys the J.J. Lippy episode because I know he loves coming on the show as well. But um, I really want to thank everyone because tonight uh, was an especially, especially emotional night for me. Uh, I lost my mom this offseason, and my mom – Always, always, always love coming to the show. She loves supporting this guy right here. And she just, she loved Husky football. So today uh, was a really tough day for me, but I really do appreciate the support. I appreciate the support that you guys have for the team, for my quarterback. And uh, I look forward to being back here for the future weeks here in the upcoming season. But if you haven't already, give us a follow at Huskies on tap, at Rocky underscore Lombardi, and at Feed on 300. Look forward to seeing you guys all next week. And as Mama would always say, Huskies by a thousand and go Huskies. Yeah. I got drink of living lavish in the kitchen with magic. I got drink of living lavish in the kitchen with magic. Bad bitch, bad habits. We got London on the track. I ain't asked now for none. I took the heart away. Toya put me over coming with it. They took my heart away. Heart away. Hard away, hard away, jumping it hard away.